Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Truthcast, beginning transmission. We are a very, very serious podcast here in the hero and truth-telling community. We're the experts. Truth is an acronym for true revelations uncovered through heroism. Heroism is very big, very bright. Vicky, I think you are beautiful the way you were made. You keep telling me this isn't a homoerotic soap opera. It's in the top five homoerotic soap operas on the uh, iTunes. It's all penises here. Oh, right. that's just silly. You're just banging your boobs against my arm. What is that even doing for you? It sounds beta. Any questions so far? Where is any of this going? It is so nice for all of you to be tuning in. My name is Paul Starr, and welcome to Truthcast, True Tellers with Heroism. You know, it's so cool that normally it was in, in an ashtrayism for true revelations uncovered through heroism. But I, I really think that that's just unnecessary clutter. And maybe that's just me talking because I have no feeling in my knees now. Um, but Paul, I'm just a man kneeling here with this ring. And I need to know. I would be honored to accept this on one condition. Yes. We need Harry to officiate. <gasps> I'll do it. Oh. I will do it. Do you want a prenup of any sort? Or, I mean, you you have a fortune. And I, I mean, I'm not. I'm I not would a- lose a fortune if I did not accept this, this offer, this, this vulnerability that you're presenting me. I want to share my life with you, Dickie. Can I get up now? I can help you up. I, okay, I can I'm going to I'm probably going to need you both. Just it. it my, OK, go. my there knee is locked up. My knee. It has is been locked. two weeks. OK, it's it is two locked. weeks. You've been on the knees. Oh, so yeah. Well, Harry, I, I understand you booked this week's guest because I couldn't reach the telephone book while yes, I was I down did. there. So, um, OK, this is a weird contraption. So our guest is. A computer of some sort. Okay. No, no. It's a, our guest is a, it, this is a television. Okay. This is a television. 
the taps into the past. Sure, I can't travel through time, but I've still got a pretty good idea how time. Oh, travel I mean, works, that was that know? was that was Walter's thing. That was well, I'm also but... what Dickie. I am Walter. Oh. I'm also Walter and I'm <laughs> Harry Hamilton as yeah. well. Well, that's if my I, real you name. are that's Walter, my real name, you Dickie. Mean you're Dickie. the my producer real name of is... the show. Yes. Yes. yes you and are and the also I produce. Show. Yeah, I, yes. I also I produce this and an excellent and, producer. You are. Well, thank you so much. It's so we're going to talk to a guest from the past Harry? we're gonna talk to, we're gonna talk to a guest from the past and this guest from the past oh we should I've probably already, see uh what walter's up to now that uh he's been let go from the show we can see what walter's up to right now because i'm also walter i'm also walter dicky i don't know how many how many times dicky okay the the words walter and producer are not simultaneous sin Synapsis, Liggy. Um, but Dickie, so, who are me. we? Who are we speaking to this we're week? We're speaking. We're speaking to the history of Thomas Luge. Okay, now who is that? What do you What do you mean? Who is that? It's Thomas Luge. Thomas, Thomas Thomas Luge. He's been part that of the show. Should you, mean something to me, right? It should. It should mean something to everyone. It's the cousin of it's Paul Starr. It's not ring. I do know Paul. Oh, <laughs> but I am. I'm excited to meet one of your family members, Paul. I am a bit nervous. It's it's been it's been been very tumultuous with with Thomas and I. Are you sure he's ready to see me again? Well, it's past Thomas. I'm sure he's he, nothing has happened between you two at this point. Uh, oh, this is a guest from the past. That okay? About what year are we we visiting? Well, about what year are we visiting, Thomas? I, I can't remember what year we, we keyed in here. Uh, uh, is, is it my turn? Do I, do I speak now or, or later? Look at it the was... little boy on the TV. That's Hello? Thomas Luge. That's Thomas Hello, Luge. little boy. That's Thomas Luge. Okay, Hello, let's keep... old man. Let's keep it clean. Clean? Why? Is, is something dirty? Well, sometimes we do get a little naughty on the truth cast. Hmm, that sounds slightly undistasteful, but thank you for letting me know. So yes, Paul, it's it's um you you look older. That's 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 that, that's very good for you. I don't know if that's that that was meant to be a backhanded compliment, Thomas. Uh, I I I am nervous to to see you again at the at this age, I don't know if you remember when I, and well, for you, it's probably like what, 10 years ago when, when you had the rest of our cousins and I streak through the, the neighborhood. We all without clothes on. Yes, yes. Well, at, at the time, it seems like, like a good idea. You know, it was young, youthful behavior. Though I suppose it's something I still um, have. But yes, I mean, you what? It wasn't fun for you. You didn't enjoy that. I thought it was rather delightful, to be honest. I mean, Paul. In all fairness, you do still love to run. Yeah, that's where you got all the blisters. You do. Oh, that's lovely. You still, you still a runner. Paul's covered in blisters. Is a well, not anymore. Week. I mean, that was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, that was a while. Thing. I mean, blisters heal, Harry. Well, yeah, I guess it's it. That is true. Blisters do heal. It's time heals everything. <laughs> Am I right, Thomas? 
It, well, I wouldn't say everything. I mean, depends what kind of healing we're talking about. If it's some sort of incurable disease, I can imagine it doesn't heal very much. But in the t- in the sense of long term healing, it really is sort of dependent on what it is that we are attempting to rectify, I would say. I hate to disagree with you, Thomas, is it? I hate to disagree with you, Thomas, but time does heal terminal diseases because after a while, the host of the disease dies. Therefore, the disease dies, too. So in a way, time heals all wounds, even stage four wounds. I suppose you have a good point, older gentleman. Yes, that is a very justified answer. Thomas, I I want to uh, get an emotional temperature gauge right now. Um, What are your Mm. feelings towards cats? And separately, what are your feelings towards orphanages? Uh, Well, cats are, um, if I could only describe them as spawns of Satan, you see, because cats are truly evil creatures deep, deep in their souls. And Actually, I believe that when they pour on your stomach in the morning, it is to gauge if you are alive because they are trying to eat you. I just put it together. Thomas was the name of the person who used to be on this show before. You're the, oh, this is Thomas. This is a I couldn't remember. The, I couldn't remember his name out of sight, out of mind. I yeah. used the time. I used the time TV that I made I, to bring past Thomas into present got day. It now, yes, yeah. I, I'm picking up what you've cooked. Wow, young Thomas, you're a stinker. I think I smell rather lovely, actually. I've used many deodorants and such to rectify my human stench. <laughs> rectify. Is there a, like a smell of vision that you've built into this contraption there, Harry? Uh, I, I would like to say that there is, but I've I have not built a smell of vision uh, system, but I can guarantee you. Hold on. Hold on. Coconut oh. oil. Yes. Coconut oil. Oh, I lather it myself and apply it every morning. I redact and retract. You are not a stinker, but uh I do not agree with your views on kitty cats. I think they are wonderful. Well, that's because they haven't tried to kill you yet. So I suppose that would be understandable. Um, oh, no, 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 no. In the past, Paul's cats have tried to kill me and, you know, forgive and forget. Well, I only had the the cats try to, to kill you, uh, Tiki, because Thomas had me murder them when I was younger. And Thomas, listen, when you are in an animalistic situation, whereas to you are threatened by said small furry creatures, it is just simply a natural instinct to murder in violent cold blood, in my personal opinion. You know what they say about kitty cats, though? Kitty cats are like rhinosauruses. They're more afraid of us than we are of them. Yes, well, I suppose, but in fear, many one can do many terrible things, like murder many cats. Yeah, I have to agree with Young Thomas on this. That's uh, I, I, I'm, I'm on, I'm on your side, Thomas. I, I gotta be honest, Thomas. I've been on your side the whole time, and the, uh, the show's gone completely on the rails. And uh, Thomas, uh, your, your orphan, orphanage views. Orphans are people who have no parents. And um, it is a building 
where a bunch of unparented children exist, usually with nuns for some unexplained reason. Um, though, however, I, I don't necessarily understand why you put a bunch of depressed children in one space. You, you, wouldn't you want to put them with a family, for example, instead of a bunch of other sad, dead parented children? It just doesn't add up particularly. It's a hard knock life for them. It's a hard knock life, mm. but it through a hard knock life, it can breed art and, you know, hope and, you know, the acknowledgement that the sun will come out tomorrow. You can bet your bottom dollar. Right. Well, quoting any isn't really adding. Quoting what now? Any. Quoting any what? Quoting any. Quoting any what? Quoting any. Quoting any what? More like Annie, get your gun for what Thomas had me do to orphanages. Well, you know, I mean, they don't have parents. They're not going anywhere, really. Can you name at least four famous orphans? Truly, can you? There's the girl from the movie The Orphan and the girl from that new sequel, Orphan First Kill, and the aforementioned Little Annie Mm -hmm. Orphan which he had no eyes. Um, the brave little toaster or the brave, little, <laughs> brave little toast. Oh, that's four. That's four. I counted on my fingers. That's four. But real ones, though, like like in life, actual famous orphans instead of televised depressed children. Oh, mm, you see Ooh. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've got you, haven't I? If only I could ask Jeeves to bing Google. And Paul, I'm a little torn. You know, I love you and I support you unconditionally, but young Thomas is making some valid points about the I am the Sylvester Stallone action movies of parentless children. They're expendables and expendable two mm. and expendable three. The Emperor's New Groove. Well, um, if 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 uh, if you feel that way, what about our childhood together? Do you feel guilty about, or is there anything that you feel guilty about? Ooh, guilt, guilt. Right, that's the one where you feel bad. Correct. That's what that one is. Um. Well, oh, if I could put my finger on it. Oh um, no, no, no. That's just... old age, and my knees. Oh. I don't think it's it's guilt that made my knees hurt. I originally thought I was 12 and a half years old because I'm a leap year baby born in 1972. But Paul helped me out when I was scared that Paul was doing um, statue rape on me and uh, was like, no, Dickie, you're a 50 year old man. And what we're doing is legal with consent. And then Paul told me important words. Consent is sexy. That way, whenever we do our adult business, I always say, I consent, I consent, I consent. And that's how we get started. Right. Well, um, as a reminder, I am a child, so I really did not want to hear any of what just happened there. But oh, we should explain the birds and the bees to you. Uh, Harry, explain the birds and the bees. Oh, oh, you could not do that. It's another it's important. Someone's going to have to do this for you eventually. It's just things and holes, is it not? Yep. 
I think you pretty much nailed it right there. Marilyn Monroe. Okay. Eleanor Roosevelt. Hmm. And Babe Ruth. That's four four famous people that have lived in orphanages. That's it. I'm sorry I'm a little late on that. It, the internet connection is very unstable. Unstable. Well, I mean, you're trying to connect oh. to uh, sometime in the 80s, it appears. Sometimes better than no time. That's what I've always heard. At least three times, at least once. It checks out in terms of Babe Ruth calling his shot and pointing at the sky. Maybe he was pointing at his parents. Oh, maybe. Because they're dead. Oh, wow. Wouldn't he point at the ground because they're in there? Maybe if he was swinging for a ground ball. Am I right, Tommy? Hey, too soon. I don't too watch baseball, but that show that it's very funny to people that do. Maybe Ruth was... may be a listener. We don't want her being upset that you're making fun of her parents being in the ground. Well, well I'm not Ruth making is... fun as much as I am stating that they're, I mean, not anymore. They're probably decomposed and whatnot. Just dirt and other many other things and such but yes um but to, to, to answer your further question i do feel bad for making you eat those cats that was not particularly reasonable of me i suppose well paul you ate pussy before i don't want to talk about different moments by the way thomas um now that you, that you're here at, or we have your presence here at this age what do you think of someone like harry Harry's great. He's an excellent man. He's a great producer. Sure, he's an alcoholic, but that's not his problem. That's the problem mm-hmm. of the alcohol. Um, Harry seems to be a somewhat conscious human being who is able to relay inner thoughts outside of himself. And that, in his world, seems to be a rather impressive thing. For him, so I think Harry is trying his best, and that's good for him. And that's good enough. That's good enough. It's almost like Thomas was describing Walt and saying Harry is doing the bare minimum it requires <laughs> to be a living, breathing human being. And that's 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 definitely Harry Hamilton right there. That's definitely I, Walter. I am I also have a Walter question Clay. for I you, Thomas. Um, yes. So we are calling you from the year 2022, which Mm. fell on the year after 2021. Sure, sure, math. Do you have any questions about what the future will bring? Oh, well, I suppose that would make sense. Calling from the past that would add up. Hmm. Who is um, who is uh, is prime minister in your time? Oh, uh, we have things uh, they've been replaced since uh, your times. Uh, now we have presidents. Bill Pullman, Bill Pullman. Um, there's going to be a documentary called Independence Day and Independence Day, Two, And really, Bill Pullman's pretty much the best president that you need to worry about. So he's sort of what you would call a prime minister. We call him the president. Oh, well, that's very fascinating. Um, how is the how is the film The Breakfast Club doing? As is, is, is in regards to ratings, how is has it has it up down? What would you what would you say? It was rather popular. 
know now, but how is it? How is it doing in your time? Ooh, I'm beginning to pinpoint exactly what year you're calling from. Must be about 1985, 86. Um, that wouldn't make Thomas about in that year old. And I'm doing the math with, um, you know, Emilio Estevez is someone that I really enjoyed, but he turned out to be problematic because we uh, and this is sort of like an incidental side thing to the breakfast club, but there there ends up being an international uh, pandemic of a disease that wipes out tons and tons of people. So we're all forced to uh, well, we had to wear masks or social distance and there's a vaccine, but there's some crackpots who are like, Oh no, the crack, the vaccine is bad for you. And Emilio Estevez was one of those people. Yeah. It's kind of weird because his brother is Charlie Sheen and uh, you would always have thought that Charlie Sheen was the wacko, but it mm. turns out that Emilio Estevez, as good as the movie Repo Man, will be in your time. Emilio Estevez is kind of the wacko. And uh, Molly Ringwald is aging very nicely. Uh, she oh. has children of her own. She seems to be a good parent and is a good advocate for young actresses because in retrospect, she uh, noticed that she had kind of a, a problematic relationship with John Hughes. Judd Nelson mm. doesn't work nearly as much as you think he would for someone as handsome as he is. And oh, Ali okay. Sheedy went on to do independent movies, but is a hell of an actor. And yeah. uh, Anthony Michael Hall, uh, he got really buff. Oh, did he? Yeah, it was weird. Like he ends up playing a bully in a movie that's going to come out in a couple of years for you called Beetlejuice. And uh, and then he did like a television series and uh, he just seems kind of icky, even though there isn't really anything uh, specifically icky related to him. He just seems sort of like, you know, so that's what happens to the Breakfast Club. Thank you for asking. Is he buff in like a I eat a lot of steak way or like yeah, in a I look yeah. out a little too much way? C, both A and two. Ah, oh, that's not what I asked. But yes. Also, just a side note, as someone calling from the past, there is a plague happening in your time. And you oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Paul, did you have any other questions for your your past nemesis or the past version of your current nemesis. Plague, oh, yeah. Yeah. The plague's very, very bad. Lots oh, of people yes. die. Oh, that's comforting. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Have you already decided to pursue your skills, your your abilities? I mean, not all of them. I'm sure there's some I will discover later. And for the ones I have now, they are pursued in a way, I would say. You know, I'm attempting my best as to further them but um some of them i find rather useless like for example i don't know necessarily where i would use the ability to balance a chair on my nose however it is something i have found i am rather successful at whoa 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 you can balance a chair on your nose but it took you three months to read a short prenuptial agreement when you and i were going to get married i, I call mean, foul I mean, in, in, in fairness, it was lengthy and wordy and there was really no plot to follow. So it was it was just it was hard and difficult and more difficult than balancing a chair on your nose. Well, I will have you know that one day you and I will uh, become 
uh, creative partners, then romantic partners, and then we will break up and I will fall for Paul right there. And uh, I just want you to know that I'm never going to miss you. No. Right. So who broke up with who? Because standards wise, I'm just curious as to how that happened. Oh, um, your standards slip. It is funny how you broke up with me, but you still stuck within the family in, in terms of romantic partners, ironically. I have a type. Uh, well, um, similar to similar to the, the Beatles star is the last one standing. Whoa, I, snap, snap. Take that, I McCartney. Just, just like to say that eight, six, seven, five, three, oh, nine are not viable lottery numbers. Ah, uh, all of them together or separately? Together and separately, both at the same time. Never play them. That's is, what is I'm saying. Is there some sort of number racism happening in the future where these numbers are not no longer accepted in the in the general number binary? Well, that became a lot more complicated than I had originally thought with Jenny Jenny. You you say many funny words. You know what it is? You just said binary, and that's not a term that we use anymore. No. No, no, no. In the future, things get a lot worse, but other things get a lot better. And we sort of start to realize that most things in life are not A or B or one or two. Or plus or or minus. Yes, three or four. Or three or four. Three or four. Or um, Y or Z. Um, Or X or Y. X or Y. There's like a lot of shades to things. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, we binary sort of like a canceled term, if you will. Which brings me to our ad copy this week. You were saying decompose, which is good. If you like decompose music, check out the Song Exploder podcast, uh, where artists will decompose their songs and tell you how they got made. Song Exploder. Did you ever want to listen to 20 minutes of Bjork talking very quietly about her music and then hear a Bjork song? You can do so on Song Exploder and we're sponsored by a comedian again. Uh, oh, uh, an international comedian. You know what would be really funny? Um, hold on a second. Thomas, will you take off your headphones for a second? Yes, sure. Of course. Hey, Paul, Paul, Harry, remember how Thomas hates comedians? We should yeah, make. We- yeah, we should make Thomas read this ad copy for comedian Lewis Brady. And then, like, in the future, they'll be like, oh, my God, I've been doing this since the 80s. And it will piss him off in the future every time he has to do it because we'll have tricked him. Perfect. Yes, I, okay. I think that's a brilliant idea. OK, Thomas, put back on your headphones. But OK, okay. What, what, is, okay. what is it? Well, you, here, I'm going to hold it up to the screen. Um, mm-hmm. We're being sponsored by a Canadian performer named Lewis Brady. Would you tell us about? Lewis Brady's going on and social medias. So he gets his money worth out of the, uh, the show. Sure. Because you love comedy in the future. You love comedy. Oh, do I? 
Yeah, you probably yeah, don't like lovely. it now, but oh my god, you're gonna love it so much. Oh, it's wonderful. Don't know why that's so amusing, but all right. Uh, well, let me see here. All right. Well, um, so Lewis Lewis Brady is his name, um, and he has um, oh, he has a website, which is which is interesting, and it it is at lewisbrady.ca. And you can find all his stuffs, his his stuff that doesn't seem spelled correctly, all his stuffs on that website with various links and such, it would seem. And on let me do Instagram. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Instagram's like the MySpace of the future. Okay, what is MySpace? My God. Um, but yes, Instagram. Oh, MySpace is like Facebook of the past. Yes, many words, little makes sense. Um, but Instagram is Louis with a lowercase L. That seems important. Under, under, there's a there's a line that's lower than the others. I don't know what that is. It's the, um, it's 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 a lower line. They call it the, a lower the bottom line. line bottom line and then Brady and that that is what that is and yes so you you may find his um various informations on those platforms it would seem you and I agree in that we both secretly like comedy a lot and I really like Lewis Brady Lewis has been performing since high school and uh is just like incredibly talented and uh yeah, people should definitely check out Lewis's online presence and performing, I assume, around the Toronto area. Yes, yes. It says on the cards that he is performing and he goes to this comedy place called Yuck Yucks, which... Ew, gross! Yuck Yucks! Yuck Yucks. So, I mean, it can't be very good because it says it twice in the title, but well, he's performing there quite often and he goes to... Humber College for comedy. Oh, don't know how good college for comedy sounds as much as comedy. Apparently, something I enjoy as a financial choice. I don't necessarily know. If well, I've best. heard them advertise on podcasts, so they must be doing well. They must be doing very well in that case. I, I trust your judgment. Podcast advertising is the best kind of advertising there is. And if people want to advertise on this network, just shoot us an email at contact at joyroadmedia.com. That seems handy. That's almost like one of the first useful things I've said on this show in a long time, since at least I asked Paul to make me your partner. I'm glad that you corrected that last statement. Uh, you you um, were able to loop me back in and make me feel special for, for a Oh, bit. my God. No. I... No, it's okay. I already said yes, and I, I I love you, and I accept you just the way you are, um, just the way you present things. And uh, Harry, Walt, you've already agreed to. I've be agreed a, a to officiate. I'm a flying Church of the Spaghetti Monster officiant, and I long time member, short time listener. Paul, I'm I'm very very sorry for that. I just want to reassure you that. Any feelings that I may have had for Thomas, really, it was just the hairiness of Thomas that I enjoyed and not what was beneath the hair. 
And that was a human being. Uh, no offense to you, young Thomas. It's just that when you get to be old, you get yeah. to be nasty. Like you don't age like a fine wine. You age like like a fruit, a banana. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like, like you may be sweet for a little while, but then like they don't even want you for Thomas bread. You know what I mean? Oh, Jesus. That's yeah. So in reference to the hair, are you saying my cousin is hairy and you enjoy that specifically? Oh, yes. I tend to overshare on the podcast. Um, Paul, we can edit this out if you want me to. But I like how Paul's little like John Walters, like mustache almost tickles me like eyelashes. And uh, it's it's very nice. It's sort of like when we kiss. We also do that like butterfly kissing at the same time. My thin mustache uh, is, is um, it's just very well kept compared to your future mustache, Thomas, which is, uh, well, you have a full beard that is, is it gets in every food and side dish you bring to holiday. Really? We always can tell which one you made because it, it looks like it has its own beard as well. Oh, that's lovely. I have a beer. That's so exciting. As I, I, I've attempted to go some, someone had mentioned that if you shave off the, the peach hairs of, of your face, they go back darker. That was a lie. It was not true. And I am excited, even if it disgusts my family in such a way. It's a beard. All right. Is it, is it like, like, like a long beard? Like, do I look like I chop wood in the forest? Or is it more of a beard that someone may possess if they are sort of part of a hippie movement? Uh, at times, you look like a Serbian lumberjack. I suppose that's that's that, that that's a pretty good lumberjack to cut to, to appear like. I suppose. Yeah, but it's very soft. Like you, uh, you keep it moist with coconut oil. Oh, so I still use that. That's very good. Oh yes, you yes you do. You uh, you constantly smell like a pina colada. And outro. Thank you for listening to the Truthcast. You can send questions, topic suggestions, or comments to Thomas at TrueHeroes053 at gmail.com or to Dickie at LittleDickR at gmail.com. Please rate, please rate. I would tell you to like and subscribe to the podcast, but I've already hacked into your computers and done it for you.